Hey friends, so good to have you here today. And you may listen to this episode any day or time of the day, but in case you didn't know, we're dropping a new episode every Thursday here on the Pursue Your Spark podcast. One episode like today is a solo episode where I teach and coach you anything fitness, nutrition, and mindset related topics. And on the other week, you get to enjoy one of our amazing guests. So please share this episode with anybody that you know that could benefit from today's topic or just simply tell them about the Pursue Your Spark podcast and that they should listen and subscribe to this podcast. So on to today's topic. Picture this. After dinner, you're sitting binge watching one of your favorite Netflix shows. And as you're sitting there, you feel like something sweet. You've decided that you actually had plenty of dinner and you're not really hungry, but that top of chunky monkey sits in your freezer. And wouldn't that taste so good right now? You can barely concentrate on the show because you can already taste how it feels when you eat some of the ice cream, specifically that one you love so much. But then you think, but if I eat the entire tub, they would totally mess up my hard earned weight loss and staying in shape. And perhaps you're still working on your COVID pounds. And you know that as you age, it is much harder to keep a healthy weight and stay lean. But then you're thinking, can you only eat three bites? Hmm. And then you wonder, why do I crave something sweet after dinner every night? Why is the ice cream even in my fridge? How did it get there? Today, we're talking about five ways to stop cravings that actually work, what the triggers of those cravings are, because not all cravings are bad, as you'll find out. So let's dive in. I'm Heike Yates, a fitness and nutrition coach with 30 years of experience. I empower women over 50 to take back their health and strength to lead a vibrant life. Right now, you're joined by thousands of women over 50 around the world who stop dimming their light and instead ignite their spark. On this podcast, I do what I do best, taking complicated information about fitness, nutrition, and mindset strategies and breaking it down into baby steps that are simple, actionable, and sustainable so you can implement them into your life. I regularly interview some of the most inspiring women who share their honest stories on how they went from their worst to their best life so that you know you're not alone in your struggles. Join me as we redefine what aging looks and feels like by taking action and saying, yes, I can. This is the Pursue Your Spark podcast. We all have cravings or a hankering for something at one time or another. My weak spot is called Kinder Schokolade or Kinder Chocolate. So what is Kinder Schokolade? 
I grew up with Kinder Chocolate, and these are little tiny or small, they're not tiny, but small individually wrapped chocolate bars with sweet chocolate on the outside and then white chocolate on the inside. And they taste best when they come out of the refrigerator. So they're a little bit cool and they sort of start melting in your mouth. I'm like, I'm just getting cravings when I think about it. So we do not have Kinder Chocolate here in my house only on a on occasion because if I get one of those I'm going to eat the whole damn bar ate all eight little pieces inside and usually we split them my husband and I because he loves them too so we don't eat individually that many but that's something that I just love I grew up with Kinder Chocolate and it kind of pulls me back to a time where I was happy and did fun things and my reward for whatever reason, was Kinder Chocolate. And that just, that sounded good to me. And it sounds good to me now, although I don't eat it when I need to be rewarded. But cravings can drive us nuts. They just drive us batty because all we can think about is that one particular thing that we're craving right now. And cravings can make us feel ashamed because we don't seem to be able to control ourselves. And We are told that willpower is what we need, but willpower is not the answer. And if you missed my post on why can't I stay motivated to lose weight, I'll leave a link in the show notes because you can read up on willpower and why willpower is not the answer. So then we're told we can eliminate cravings. But that's not going to work either because not all cravings are bad, as you'll find out today. Relying on self-discipline, that's another one that I hear all the time. You just have to be more self-disciplined. Is backfiring too because, well, okay, see the willpower bit. What's happening? Your brain is to blame for your cravings. Seriously. First, you experience the craving. It's like the urge. And then you find the food that satisfied that craving, which is a behavior. So you're looking for something and then you get the reward, eating the food you want. Because you're rewarding your cravings with the thing you want at that time, your brain releases dopamine, the pleasure or happy hormone in your brain. So what happens? The more often you reward your brain with the trigger the bigger and more often the cravings become. So you're saying, holy smokes, that's like a chain reaction. True, but there are five common food triggers and what they mean. Remember I said, not all food uh, cravings are bad. I have a little list here for you that the next time when you have a craving for something, junk food or something that your body really needs right now, you might want to think that you are deficient in that particular food and add it into your daily meal plan. And everybody talks about the sweet tooth, that uh, they want to get rid of their sweet tooth, but there's other things that we crave like Salt. Salt is trace minerals, and you can find them in what more often than not people crave are potato chips, fried foods. So instead, when you feel you have these cravings, you need to add avocado, 
Yeah, of all things, avocado. I didn't realize that either. Add pink Himalayan salt or drink bone broth. Add olives or dark leafy greens to your meal plan. So definitely go back to the show notes and get the list. So you know the next time you crave, in this case, salt, you're deficient in trace minerals. Now, sweets. Sweets is chromium. And you find the chromium in donuts, candy, ice cream, bread. So instead, check with your diet and add cinnamon, broccoli, mushrooms, and onions. So totally not what you would think, right? That you should add broccoli and mushrooms to curb your sweet cravings? The best. So if you're craving specifically chocolate, like chocolate ice cream, chocolate bar, dark chocolate, anything chocolate, you are deficient in magnesium. And your meals need to have more leafy greens, pumpkin seeds, avocado, there it is again, my favorite food, and spinach. Check out my blog post, Why You Need to Boost Magnesium in Midlife. And there's also a podcast episode on that that you can get your hands on and find out how you can improve your magnesium levels and what to do and what the side effects are of not having enough magnesium in midlife. Cheese and dairy. I was thinking cheese pizza. Don't you sometimes crave like the salt and the, the cheese and the fat? And that's the lack of essential fatty acids. Here we need to add, again, our wild-caught fish, grass, grass-fed beef and lamb, wild game, and pasteurized eggs. A vegetarian source contains fewer amounts of essential acids, but you can include ground flaxseed that's easier to digest, chia or hemp seeds if you have cravings for cheese and dairy and you could just eat a whole chunk of cheese down all, all by yourself. Then on to red meat. Red meat, I think, is not as common as sweets and salty cravings, but they're there. And if you crave a big piece of steak, you're either deficient of iron or vitamin B12 or both. Again, here we're adding our wild-caught fish. 100% grass-fed beef, lamb, bison, venison. And as a vegetarian source, we have sweet chard and spinach. When you're craving salt or sweet foods, you also crave fat and your diet may be low in healthy fats. And I'm always, as you know, avocado, nuts and seeds, olive oil and, and olives are a great source to get that into your diet and curb those cravings that lead eventually to chips. Keep in mind that other factors like dehydration influence your cravings, the lack of electrolytes, Think about the night sweats that you have, stress, uh, lack of sleep when you're up all night, tossing and turning, one time you're hot, one time you're cold, happened to me last night, and that's one of those awful nights. Or you develop a habit of eating junk food. These are all signs of dehydration. Start a little journal where you say, okay, how much water have I drunk? throughout the day. And I notice on the days when I have a lot of stress 
or I couldn't sleep well. I am really thirsty all day long and I'm drinking my fennel tea in the morning, as you know, and a lot of other herbal teas throughout the day. Um, so think about that, what it is that you need to do to somehow log your liquid intake. Now it's important that you find your triggers. What triggers you to crave this? You're not sitting just there and saying, oh, I'm Chucky Monkey watching my Netflix movie. Maybe, for instance, and one scenario came to mind, and currently the movie theaters are closed, but it came to mind that when you walk into a movie theater, you smell the popcorn, you smell the butter, and you walk in there and you say, okay, I am not going to buy myself the extra large popcorn with a soda on the side. Each time you go in, you literally can't stop yourself. And even if you go to your seat, you're like, okay, I'm gonna go at least get the popcorn. If I don't get the soda, at least I get the popcorn. And it's salty and it's buttery and it just smells so good that you just can't resist. One of my weak points is when I am visiting my local bakery to get our weekly loaf or actually bi-weekly it is, of our whole grain bread, I walk in and I smell the cross sauce and all the other baked stuff. And okay, I admit it, I walk out of there with at least one piece of their baked goods. I always share with my husband, but it just smells so good. And I'm glad I'm only going every other week because it's so tasty. So cravings are often triggered by an environment or environmental cues such as you see something, it looks delicious, you smell it and, it and you can already envision how it tastes, the taste of a fresh croissant or like the movie theater as a location. Every time you go to the movie theater, this is where your brain says, wow, I want popcorn. So what we have to do now is we have to adjust our environment and disrupt those triggers that create that cycle, as I mentioned earlier, of cravings. So once you start, you can't stop that cycle. So we want to grab a notebook, a journal, create a Google Docs. And I want you to write down the answers to the questions below. And you don't have to do it right now. You can just listen to the episode, go back and write down the things I want you to ask yourself. Okay, number one is, what are you craving? Is it a specific food, a certain flavor, or is it the texture, like something crunchy? Then I want you to write down where you are. Write down where you are. Also write down any smells or visual cues, like a restaurant billboard or a commercial or anything like that, that prompts you to want that food and write down what you're doing at that time. Are you driving? Are you working? Are you watching your favorite show? What is it or reading a book? What is it that you're doing when your cravings are starting? At that point, when you have your cravings, what are you feeling physically? Are you stressed, frustrated, uh, happy? Are you cranky? What is it that, that, that you physically feel that you want that junk food? 
Now, what are you feeling emotionally? Are you happy? Are you rushed? So the physical and the emotional emotional bit are very similar. So you're stressed, you're happy, you're cranky, you're rushed to get somewhere and get something done. So write down how you feel and what emotions you have when it's time for that craving. Then you go into what are you thinking? Mine comes to mind is I exercised so hard today. I deserve that bar of Kinder Chocolate. I deserve this because I worked so hard today or you worked so hard you got you got a paper out or you had all these intense meetings and you want to reward yourself with something, with that thing that you crave. Are you with anybody? Be very specific if you're by yourself, in a group, with a loved one, with a family member. I know this is a lot of writing and thinking. So go back, write those questions down in whatever form you want to write them down and really start logging because this isn't a one-time exercise. Try this for a couple of weeks so you can see if there's a pattern why you crave certain things at certain times. And there's always a pattern, trust me. So if you know that you've covered all your needs within your diet, that you had enough avocado and olive oil and all these things, look for other triggers that help that cause you to crave whatever it is that you're craving at that point. So let's dive into the five ways to stop cravings that actually work. So to get to the bottom of our cravings, we need to disrupt and change a habit or a pattern that led us to the cravings in the first place. So you got to do a little bit of homework. So number one is take a pause, take a break. Notice your urge, like that bag of chips, even though you're not hungry. Before you rip it open, you just look at it. Five minutes, just five minutes. You can smell the back if you have to, but wait for it. Set a timer, wait those five minutes. You can't wait those five minutes. This has nothing, absolutely nothing to do with willpower, but you have a choice. Keyword here is choice. The bag doesn't make you eat it. You have a choice to eat the back of chips or not. So instead of making an emotional decision, rather than being rational things like, ask yourself, are you bored, stressed, or actually hungry? Go back to your list. Or say, heck, would I wanna eat some chicken and broccoli right now? Probably not. So, but these are the questions you can ask yourself you may still eat the back of chips, but you realize that you didn't fail in any of your willpower or mental power things. You just made a choice. We choose, as I say, we choose to be healthy. We choose to exercise and breaking the cycle of cravings is not perfect. It's a bit messy and it definitely takes practice, but you wait five minutes and delay that cravings to just even think about it. I'm like, ask yourself those questions. You don't have to choose between 
giving into your cravings or feeling deprived or overindulged some other time. You give yourself a high five and you go, okay, I didn't eat the chips because I really, if I think about it, I wasn't hungry. All I needed was to step away from what I was doing and maybe do something else, which is number two. But you realize what the craving actually is. It's not hunger. It is something completely different and you have a choice. And number two is to get active. Have you noticed that you can work on a project for hours and you actually forget to eat? Now, when you have a craving, find activities that keep keep your mind busy. Instead of circling the fridge for the fifth time, you open the door and you go, okay, same things as before. Or are you looking at whatever's in that fridge that you are craving at the moment? You know you're not hungry, but you keep going back. And you keep looking as if magically something would appear in there to satisfy those cravings. I want you to get away from the fridge or wherever you're circling at the moment or at any point in time. Take 15 or 20 minutes. So once you feel the craving and you're like circled the fifth time, you say, all right, hike is right. I'm going to go for a run, a bike, a walk, What? Whatever it is, get away from the house. Get away from that craving. Now, if you're in the movie theater, it's hard to get away from the craving, but you just get away from the concession stands. Once you're in the movie theater, I always sit away from people because I don't like the smell of the butter. I love popcorn, don't get me wrong, but the butter is not so good. And some people eat hot dog. I was like, ooh, that really grosses me out. But get away from the house. Get away from where the craving is. You may be, if you play an instrument, wouldn't it be awesome to just grab a guitar and just strum out a song, sing a song and really focus on what you're doing or go work in your garden. If that's the time of the year that you could work in your garden, go out there and pick some weeds. There are always weeds to pick or go on a walk and chat with a friend or a family member and or you could do a uh, business walk, right? So you go out and have your meeting on your phone while walking. Or you could find something, the idea is that you find something that takes your complete focus, uh, like a computer game or something that keeps your mind away to continuously circle back to what it is that you actually crave or you think you crave. Remember, this is about your brain. And number three is try intermittent fasting. Yep, I keep telling you about intermittent fasting because I know it works. And it's fantastic for women over 50 to curb your hunger and cravings because your hunger and cravings comes in waves throughout the day. So you need to understand that I recommend intermittent fasting to healthy clients. That means that These are not people with pre-existing health conditions. They're not pregnant. They are uh, not diabetic. So you might try a fasting experiment. Just one day. I want you to try intermittent fasting and see how that feels like. What does it feel like? I want you to scope out a fasting window. So you look at your meals that you're normally eating and I want want you to pare it down to two meals. 
Plan on plenty of liquids from water, broth, herbs. Green tea is really good and also boosts your metabolism. And you can stake out a window between 14 and 18 hours. Ideally for women, I want, would look for 14 hours. Leave out your snacks and just see what happens. And I, right now, I wish I could talk to you literally in person and say, well, what happened? So you fasted for 14 hours. What happened? Did you collapse? And your answer would be no. Did you waste away because you were starving and you were so hungry? No. You tested your willpower. No, let me rephrase this. You're not testing your willpower and or denying yourself the foods you crave. Because that's not what intermittent fasting is about. It's not, I can power myself through this and I'm not eating these foods, but rather you are reducing the anxiety and the stress and the urgency around cravings. And when you notice that you're a little bit hungry and your stomach is growling, that just means your stomach says, okay, it's time to eat at something at some point. So maybe you want to try to give intermittent fasting a try. Number four, eat a well-balanced meal during the day or balanced meals. That's plural. Because the funny thing is most cravings occur at night and overeating then is very common. So picture this, you might be skipping breakfast. You eat a late lunch and you eat a big salad with a dressing on the side and you're like, oh, I don't need any protein. Very common for women to skip the protein. And your dinner is perfect, well-balanced, rich in fiber, protein, healthy fats, but somehow you're still hungry or you're craving more food. You know what? Don't be surprised because that you, you want to have that, what I like to call the sneaky snack before the bed, because during the day you didn't eat enough of all the foods. Remember the craving list I mentioned earlier that ideally are in your diet and it curbs your craving. So it is really important that you make sure that you eat regularly. Even if you're fasting, you eat just on a different cycle, but you don't need the sneaky snack before bed or the midnight snack because you ate during the day well and balanced. So, so what are the foods that we need in our diet to balance cravings? That goes back to the list that I already mentioned, but think about this way. Most women don't eat enough protein and healthy fats, but proteins and healthy fats slow down the release of sugar into your bloodstream. That means insulin levels don't spike as you incorporate protein and fats into your diet. So diet. So when you don't consume enough of them, your blood sugar rises and falls at an abnormal rate. That means more than, than it should. The result, your body craves quick energy from sugars or from salts or whatever your deficiency is. So eating a balanced meal throughout the day that includes protein rich foods, healthy fats, fiber, lots of fiber, whole grains, some fruits and vegetables, lots of vegetables, 
will help you curb your cravings and overeating after dinner. Lean meats, avocados, beans, nuts, Greek yogurt, eggs, soy products, chia seeds. You have the list. Now it's for you to add these foods into your diet, into your meals every day. So make sure you have proteins and healthy fats. Like for lunch, I always eat avocado, like clockwork every day. And think of what it is that you need to add into your diet. Okay, and finally, number five, if you just gotta have it, whatever it is, give in to your cravings, but there's some conditions. So you want a sneaky snack, but you have to go and buy it right before you want it. So not during the weekly shopping trip, but right before you want it. So at eight o'clock at night, you're craving your chunky monkey. Will you go and drive or walk to the store to get your chunky monkey? Is it worth the effort? And you might decide it's not worth the effort. I'm not going to go and drive up there for 10 minutes to get the ice cream. Solve the problem. Or you really want ice cream. I don't know why I have ice cream today. Maybe I'm deficient today, but if you really want ice cream, don't buy the cheap stuff. Buy high quality ice cream instead of the low fat, low sugar, low carb version. I think they taste disgusting to begin with, but uh, we're so sold in our diet culture that we can eat low fat, low sugar, low carb versions and get away with it. You know, buying a lesser quality snack will not only deprive you of the full taste and the experience of what actually the real thing tastes like, you most of the time will eat more of it because it's low fat, it's low sugar, it has this and then the other. And so you're like, oh, it's not that bad. But in the end, they're unhealthy, loaded with all kinds of additives, additives and junk. The junk is to me usually part that I can't understand and I have no idea what that means in the fine print. Don't want that. Don't need it. Now, like I said, stick to the real deal instead and practice mindful eating. Eat slowly, savor every bite and just really enjoy it. And don't be distracted by the movie or anything else. Full attention on your little sneaky snack. So when it comes to eating junk food and, and curb your cravings, you have a choice and you can disrupt your snacking habit. Yes, you can. Hold yourself accountable and know what causes those cravings, what to do about it is half the battle. So there you have it. The five ways to stop cravings that actually work. Take a moment, take a break, take a pause is number one. Choose to get active. Yes, it is a choice to step away. And then number three was try intermittent fasting. Number four is eat well-balanced meals during the day. I gave you a list of the foods that are specifically tailored to the cravings that you might have and add the things that I mentioned into your meals to see if that curbs your craving. And number five is just do it. But you have some rules when it comes to just eating what you craving for with your sneaky snack or midnight snack.
So if you got any other questions about food cravings, reach out to me at HeikeYates.com. On Instagram, I'm HeikeYates. And on Facebook, it's HeikeYates. Pursue your spark and ask me anything. I'm here for you. But I want to invite you to check out the 4-Week Weenout program and get on the wait list and see if it's for you and be one of the first people to know when it opens because we're talking in details about food cravings, about intermittent fasting, different strategies that might be for you. So with that, my friend, I am out of here. I wish you the most amazing day. Have a great, wonderful rest of the week whenever you're listening. And I'll see you next time on the Pursue Your Spark podcast. Ciao.